ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, it's time for the podcaster who says, who, who, uh, you could call me baby, baby, you know, baby, baby, uh, babe, or baby. I was trying to make something about baby new year, but I could. <laughs> so anyway, you don't need to though, because it doesn't make any sense. Because it doesn't make any sense. But you know, like, uh, what a time it is? It's time for a podcast uh, that doesn't make a lot of sense either. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts you're thinking, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, changes in time, temperature, weather, you know, stu- inside, out, noise, light, whatever it is, I'm here to try to help, uh, to be honest, uh, because I've been there. And the safe places, I hope you feel welcome. I hope I can earn your trust uh, for you to just uh, take a breath and relax and let your sh- you know, shoulders down if you, if you so choose. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I have uh, I try to keep a pace and a tone that's lulling and soothing, but I do have creaky dulcet tones. Uh, they do all go off topic. I use a lot of filler words, mumble mouth, mush mouth, uh, a lot of uhs and ums and, uh, you know, m- mispronunciations. <laughs> you know, I don't really have self, self, how about this? Well, here's something we should talk about. Self-appreciating humor. Instead of, they say self-deprecating humor. Oh boy, that's a word not to use at de- bedtime. Deprecation or depreciation. How about we get some uh, self? Uh, let's take those words back, just like the U two did with the Beatles. You know, the Beatles to the U two, or who, I don't know who did it first. Or the Rolling Stones, they took the words back. We're gonna do that. We're gonna take the the, the depreciation and the deprecation out of bedtime for real. That's really what this podcast is partially here to do, or at least depreciation. You know, if you're in a actuary or something you know save it for the morning hopefully i can take your mind off of any future depreciations uh, the depreciation is a nice sounding word deprecation it's not actually that bad either when you neutralize i just oh i use that's a new thing for 2018 word neutralizer i don't know what it is yet i haven't invented it yet but it's on my list uh but i think we just neutralized those words Anyway, so, oh, if you're new, also overuse of the word anyway, but we got that. Check that off your list. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. So here's the thing. If you're new, structure the show. First uh, six minutes, maybe it's closer to five now, uh, maybe even four as we do try to refocus the show for 2018 uh, is business. And that's how we keep the show free and ideally all the archives free. And we do that by the action of long-term listeners. Uh, so if you're new, don't worry about it. If you're a long-term listener, you know, hey, how how do I help sleep with me? Stay free. And so that's the first four to six minutes of the show. We got to do that up front since we're a sleep podcast. Uh, then there's an intro, which is about 14 minutes or 12 minutes sometimes, sometimes 16, sometimes 11, where I I talk about stuff and... 
they kind of introduce you to the show, get you, you know, you don't, I don't really go anywhere. Like I just kind of go around like the intro, like, like an anti, you know, like a, what are those called? Uh, slush rooms or whatever. Like I don't live in a winter environment and I was born before the slush room or whatever it was called where you take off all your winter clothes and your wet stuff. Uh, bush room, actually, it's not a bush room. But I, I know, uh, and one of my brothers has one of those. You come in from the garage and you're in the bush room. Usually there's a, the, that's where the laundry is too. So it might have just been reappropriation. You know, let's let's give this room another name so we can add another 10 Gs onto the price of the house. The house that'll one day depre- depreciate, but don't think about that at bedtime. Uh, maybe it won't. Maybe the, pre- pre- I don't. Okay, let's get off of those topics quickly, please, Scoots. Okay, so where was I? I got mixed up. Oh, so that's the intro. Then tonight we'll do our uh, our serial ongoing serial show. Uh, uh, that's uh, for the holiday season. Uh, what is it called? Tales of the North? No, as the North Pole turns. It's a soap opera in the North Pole in the nineteen fifties, and it's not a melodrama. It doesn't have. It has. It's a melorama. And so that'll be about 45 minutes. Then there'll be like a five, 10 minutes of, or five minutes of thank yous at the end. So I'll be here about an hour. And if you're new, here's the other things. You don't really need to listen to me. You could just barely listen. And uh, just like barely follow, like don't follow along. Like, you know, that bouncing ball, like on some sing-alongs, uh, you could just kind of watch the bouncing ball and not worry about singing along. Or you say, wow, I've always thought, and this is not a kid joke. Like, I've been very comforted by that bouncing ball. And I preferred to, you know, I said, well, I don't know if I'll sing along, but I'll watch that bouncing ball because I love it. Like, it, it, it comforts me. So you don't need to listen. You could just, like, I guess you won't be, like, you could kind of, like, keep it keep it in the corner of your ear. Instead of watching me out of the corner of your eye, just be aware of me out the corner of your ear. By the way, your ears have lovely corners. Uh, never seen such uh, fine corners on ears before. Yeah, they must do, those things are great for sound catching or whatever the heck they do. So you don't even need to listen to me. Also, uh, you don't, don't need to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour to keep your company, uh, to keep you company or to keep your company, whatever. I don't know why I said that first one, but it's kind of true. I'll be here to talk, to ramble, to, 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 to storytell uh, while you fall asleep at your leisure. This podcast doesn't so much put you to sleep as to take your mind off of stuff while you fall asleep, to be your companion, your boar bay, your boar bud, your boar friend. And like I said, if we're like now's the part of the intro where I talk about something and try to explain how it relates to the podcast, and then I get mixed up and then I close out the intro. But I was thinking like a lot of times, especially lately, I've been doing this show, whatever, 600-something episodes. And at some point we stumbled onto this 12 minute intro about where, so I've probably done the 12 minute intro, I don't know, 500 something times. I don't know if I've been doing it longer than 500 episodes. And it's kind of like a monologue where I kind of like talk while my internal, and try to like interpret my internal monologue. And a lot of times I laugh because, uh, it's like I have blind, like I have blindfold onto my own thoughts until they spill into the, my, you know, the forward version of my consciousness or my mouth. I say, when the heck are you thinking back there? What the heck? Uh, 
And then I laugh, and it's not self-deprecating humor. It's a, I guess it is this, like, I think this is something maybe we could build on. It's like self-appreciating humor. What did I say? Self, uh, that doesn't rhyme with deprecating, though. Self-appreciating humor. Because I really do have gotten to the point a little bit. Now, I have a critic who's ironclad and, and not exactly in brain bots, uh, and I have a cacophony of different internal opinions about everything. But when I do the podcast, I can usually keep those at bay because I want to be here to help you because I've been there in the deep, dark night. I know how it feels. And in some sense, that's the symbiotic nature of the show. Like, I try to calm down my internal critic and my perfectionist and my, all my other things uh, so I can be present in this moment to look at my thoughts and say, oh, boy, that's interesting. Like, what the heck? Like, where, where'd you come up with that one? But in a little bit neutral way, like, I guess it's like appreciating is a little bit better than like it's on the positive side of a neutral, but, but being in a real, it's a realist way. It says, huh? Like when you pick up a seashell on the beach, and if you're a seashell enthusiast, it's, it's different. But if you're just walking on the beach, you say, hmm, wow. Or you pick up a rock with a nice fossil, you say, oh boy. Like you appreciate the rock. You say, wow, man, that's great. Uh, you know, holy place to see an era, like, like, or whatever, you know, like, you, you, maybe you keep the rock, maybe you put it back down, maybe you skip it to stone. Uh, you know, who knows? Uh, but that, I mean, that's even a little bit beyond appreciating. You know, maybe enjoying, not quite ready for that, but I'm, I'm moving from self-deprecation to self-appreciation. It, I mean, that's a different hobby. Uh, anyone that's snickering, yes, uh, that's a different hobby. But this is different. Like this is to say, hey, you're doing it. You're doing the best you can out there. And oh boy, do you, like uh, I guess because I've had to face my own thoughts uh, so often on this podcast in a public way, and hopefully, like a lot of you, I know how do you relate. You say, man, my brain does that all the time too. I thought I was the only one, and a lot of times when I say, no wonder you think you're the only one. That's what's running through your brain. But then when I share it with you, a lot of you say, oh, yeah, I think about that, too. And then I just laugh, a goofy laugh. Not so much that's funny, because I, but I just, like, I appreciate the surprise. And uh, I don't know if I'm making any sense, but I think I am. And I think that's a way to disarm these brain bots, so these things that keep us awake at night, the actuaries of, of our minds. You know, they want to make a public accounting, want to do pros and cons lists and, and spreadsheet it and, you know, actualize it over, you know, whatever, do a depreciation chart. And you say, well, I'm just trying to decide if I should buy popcorn or not. Uh, I don't need to, like, uh, and then I did. And then you said, what do you eat dollars for popcorn? Uh, you say, well, that was earlier. Now I'm trying to go to bed. That was like three days ago. And you're still thinking about this popcorn? No, I'm thinking about that person that was like eight rows behind me talking. See, again, like I, I just want to go to sleep. Uh, so I hope the podcast can kind of be that for you. Uh, like yourself say, well, I'm going to take a deprecation. Uh, like just like my favorite. I know anybody raised in the 80s on WPIX saw those Lionel Kitty City ads uh, where uh, they turned a frown upside down. Yeah, that was back like uh, back in the day. That, that's what Lionel Kitty City did. They turned a frown upside down when your parents spent a bunch of money on toys. Uh, that was the part they left out of the jingle. 
but I'm here to do that. I guess not turn the frown. I'm just here to take your frown and mellow it down or something. Or, you know, uh, I'm picturing myself in a steamroller, but that doesn't rhyme with upside down. Take a frown and pat it down. That's what I'm doing. I'm patting it down. I'm saying, let's take this frown and make it into a safe place. It already has a nice uh, a bunch bungeability. Uh, yeah, let's, let's, uh, instead of deprecating, we'll say, Hey frown, you're actually pretty comfortable. If you just like, uh, ease it in there a little bit, uh, you're doing a great job as a, uh, like, I don't even know what you are. Are you, are you a font in my brain, a subconscious font? But I guess, I hope you get the idea. If you're new, like, and you're skeptical, I totally get that. If you're, if you just came here, if you don't like me already, it depends on how strongly, like give it a few tries. Almost, uh, I'd say we've got like whatever, a couple thousand reviews on iTunes. Almost all of them say it took me a few tries. So give it a few tries because all I want to do is help you fall asleep. Uh, take your mind off stuff. And, uh, you know, if not, there's like LibriVox books. I like the international storytellers, uh, fairy tale editions uh, myself. And you can't really go wrong with, uh, like, uh, Harry Potter audiobooks. You just got to choose your narrator. That's the toughest decision there. It's not that tough. So, you know, give the show a few tries, or uh, I hope it can help, because I've been there. I've been there tossing and turning. I know what it's like. Uh, that's why I want to help. I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time, and I really hope in your and I can help you fall asleep. Thanks. Uh, hey, you've all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, like uh, anything you're going through, you know, seasonal stuff, uh, colds, uh, you know, wind, whatever's keeping you awake. I'd like to distract you from that, to bring you into this uh, aural, A-U-R-A-L, I think, uh, safe place uh, to welcome you in. Come on in. You can leave the door open or you can close it. You can come in through the beaded curtains, uh, the velvet curtain. We have it all here. This safe place has multiple entry points, but none of them you really notice uh, either. You can come in through a rectangle, a square, an oval, a circle, any other, you know, what doorway shape do you prefer to come in? We have a Hobbit uh, ante room, so you can come in through a Hobbit house, uh, look around, have a spice cake or whatever the heck they eat, uh, seed cake, I can't remember. And then come on into the safe place. Uh, I wouldn't mind living in a Hobbit house, to be honest, uh, probably because of my apartment, uh, but uh, definitely more cozy. Uh, let's see. So you would uh, like, oh, safe place. So come on in. I think I would like, do you like be, like beaded curtains? We, and even for the season, we have jangle curtains. Uh, we also have silent jangle curtains, jingle curtains. Uh, we have can, 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 candy cane curtains. Uh, that's my new, that's going to be my new, uh, holiday styling guide. Uh, oh no, that's a Hallmark channel and pitch. That's a pitch I have coming up this week. You know, all those home shows are big. 
and I'm pitching them. Well, it's an imaginary pitch. Uh, it happens uh, like uh, in the moments before I don't go to sleep. Uh, and I say, I'm pitching, yeah, I'm pitching a new show. It's uh, home, home makeovers. Uh, for the holidays. Oh, like those extreme Christmas light shows. Those are great. No, this is called candy cane curtains. It's, uh, I'm going to cover, I'm going to go to people's houses and put a door, like in a doorway, I'm going to put up a candy cane curtains. Oh, how are you going to do that? Well, I'm going to state, you know, those, those mini candy canes that come in that cellophane wrap. I'm just going to staple the like lines of those. Uh, that's the show. Okay, and what else? Well, maybe you'll sing. What Christmas carols do you have the rights to that I could sing on on, on there? Uh, like usually, people can't tell when I'm singing anyway. So, would you have to pay the rights if they don't know what they don't even know what song I'm singing? Uh, I'm the only person that fantasizes about stuff, and I still get you know they say I'm sorry. So candy cane cur oh anyway, if you're new here, welcome to Safe Place. I was over describing it. That's a method I use on the show when I send my voice across the deep dark night. I try to use the lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. And I realize these dulcet creaky dulcet tones aren't for any everybody. Uh but I'm just here to help. Uh so oh structure. So if you're new, here's the structure show. First uh, four to six minutes are business. Uh since it's a sleep podcast, we try to get that out of the way up front. If you're new, maybe you didn't notice that thanks for sticking through it. I realize that like uh, not really any other way to conduct a sleep podcast and keep it free with the uh, 600 archived shows. Uh, critical for regular listeners to support the sponsors or support the show. But if you're new, not that important. And uh, let's see. So that's this the first few minutes. Then there's an intro, which we're like uh, four minutes into or so. Where I usually get distracted, use over, what did I call that? Over description, over involvement. I said, let me describe a safe place. And then I started seeing all these different nice doorways or entry points, whatever I called them. Uh, and then I was thinking, huh, what one would I want to go? Like, then my, I guess my ego can get in the way too. It says, well, what one would we go through? And usually, like the intro, like it kind of sets a mood for the podcast. Some people use it while they're getting ready for bed. Some people fall asleep to it. Some people skip it. The timestamps are in the show notes. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, like, uh, what was I going to say? I got distracted there by, by my own brain. Oh, so the intro, like, uh, just, just a way to, like, uh, it's like something familiar, but I do a new one every episode, so everybody gets gets in the you know gets in the mood to fall asleep or you fall asleep. Also, like you don't need like uh, what's the thing I was trying to say? Um, huh, give me oh, you don't need to listen. So this is a podcast. You, you like uh, oh wait now I'm mixed up. So that's the structure. I'm talking about the structure of the show. Sorry, I got these like Christmas rabbits. I'm not kidding. I see rabbits running down Christmas hills in my brain. I don't even know what a Christmas hill is. Uh, but so I'm going to, um, so there's an intro. Then there's an episode. Tonight's the tale of the tape where I try to remember uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And then like I'll probably like three quarters of the way through, depending on how bad my memory is, I'll look it up on Wikipedia to try to correct myself. Uh, it won't be an accurate one. It'll be the tape that runs in my brain. And so I'll try to remember that uh, in, you know, the parts I do remember. But it'll be like, uh, you know, fixating on probably stuff. Uh, 
and mostly trying to remember people's names uh, who were in the roles, which it would, would take me a while. And then I get, let's see, is that the kid from that movie or was he on the other one? What about, uh, like, uh, and they see Beverly D'Angelo. I remember that one, D'Angelo. I didn't remember when I started this intro, though. I said, hmm, I wonder if you'll remember his name. But it hit me, Beverly D'Angelo, just now. So that's one. I'll probably call Rand, I'll probably call Randy blank Randy whoever Randy Newman a lot by accident. Though uh, so that's not a super big stretch. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Is Randy new? They both seem like they're very tall. But I'll try to remember Randy's Randy Quaid, uh, Dennison. Uh, uh, is it the fabulous Baker boys? Is it, are they all Quaids? Uh, is Randy Quaid related to Dennis Quaid? Oh, I think I'm thinking of Bobby. Uh, Maybe I'm thinking, is there a Bobby Quaid? Hey, Bobby Quaid, are you listening? Bobby Quaid. That sounds like a 1970s quarterback. Bobby Quaid threw for 4,000 yards uh, for the Houston Oilers. I think I'm thinking of the Bacon Boys, the fabulous Bacon Brothers. Uh, Yeah, uh, Kevin Bacon and Bud Bacon. But it's not Bud, it's Bo Bridges. How did I get Bo Bridges? How did I mix up Bo Bridges and Randy? Think that this is this is how my brain works. This is live. Uh, so I started thinking. Of, so I tried. To, I called Randy Quaid, Randy Newman, because I knew I'd do that by accident. Then I tried to think of Randy Quaid's name. As soon as I said that, instead of picturing Dennis Quaid, I pictured Bo Bridges. And then I said, "Isn't Bo Bridges in a band with?" Uh, and now, just now, as I'm talking, I realize Jeff Bridges is probably Bo Bridges' brother. Not kidding. Uh, let's trace these thoughts back. So then I pictured Bo Bridges in my brain as soon as it, with Randy Newman. Then I pictured Dennis Quaid. Then I pictured the three of them jamming on stage. Uh, but I guess Kevin Bacon was there, but he was still in a dreamlike state. Uh, I mean, he's dreamy. And then I trying to remember who saw the Bacon Brothers live. I think it was my my siblings uh, one New Year's Eve. So then I was thinking, oh, wait, Kevin, does Kevin Bacon have a brother? He must. And then I said, is it Bo Bacon? And then, I mean, inside I was giggling hysterically because it's just like anytime you feel down, say Bo Bacon. WWBB, what would Bo Bacon say about this? Uh, probably say, let me get, let me call Kevin. And let's jam it out. Uh, we'll get Randy Quaid and Randy Newman on the horn. Uh, but, yeah, so then it was a, like a Bow Bridges, and I didn't even think of Jeff Bridges. That took me a while. I wonder if all of the, like, uh, I don't know. That's a lot of siblings, though. But Randy Quaid, yeah, maybe he's related to Dennis Quaid. Though I can't confirm that or, like, uh, for sure. And I don't know if they have a band with them. But okay, so I'm gonna try. Okay, so I'm gonna try to remember uh, Natural Lampoon's Vacation, and then we'll have some thank yous at the end. Uh, so I get distracted. So here's the thing: you don't need to listen to me. I think that's here. I think I made two things clear. You don't really need to listen to me. I'm here to help. I, I don't know if I made that clear, but I bet you you weren't thinking about whatever was keeping you awake while I was trying to think of. Uh, uh, Bo Bacon, you know, and I think that may may, may not have made you laugh, uh, but it said, well, uh, give me a sad Bo Bacon. That sounds like uh, something somebody would say to 
the things that were said in a uh, bed and bread. Well, I'll take that with the side of Bo Bacon, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, anyway, so they, those are people that it came up in my brain. So you don't need to listen to me. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour. Because uh, I know there's listeners that can't fall asleep or don't fall asleep or that listen while they're sewing or coding or painting or trying to unwind or relax like uh, something's uh, spur- spurted up in the moment. And they say, okay, I need to take a few minutes here. I'm here to help because uh, I've been there in the deep, dark night tossing and turning. Last night, uh, oof, we could not sleep. Uh, it's just... Uh, one of those, another baffling, I read until I, my eye, I could barely keep my eyes open, closed my book, turned out the lights, and uh, then it was on, on and on, until almost a break dawn. So I've been there, and I want to help. I want to help take your mind off of stuff, uh, whatever it is, and be your companion while you drift off into dreamland, and I hope I can. Now, this podcast does not work for everybody, and, uh, like, give it a few tries, uh, and... I can I can feel the resistance because I get a, like usually like an email a day uh, from somebody a podcast may not have worked for my personality may not have meshed with yours uh, and I would say it's cool uh, there's a lot of other stuff out there to try or give the show a few tries or look on iTunes there's thousands of reviews almost every single one of them says I was skeptical and then I gave it a few tries and it helped. Uh, or maybe your gut's right, this podcast won't help you, and I'm sorry. Uh, but I listen to, uh, uh, there's like, a, I've tried Binaural Beats, i tried Rain, Pink Noise, uh, LibriVox, audiobooks, Big Read, you know, Big Read-style audiobooks. Uh, so I hope one of those will help. Uh, but either way, I'm glad you're here. I work very hard on the show uh, because I really... Uh, yearn and strive to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. All right, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to attempt to do is uh, create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking stuff, uh, uh, physical stuff, uh, feeling stuff, whether it's on the external or the internal or the, you know, whatever it is, I'd like to take your mind out of that. I'm going to make this nice, uh, soothing, uh, you know, like, uh, what did I say? I was was making the uh, perpetual uh, smoothing of the safe place motion. Yeah, but I'm glad you're here. I'd like to help you. I can't help everybody, unfortunately, but I'll try to help you. Thanks for coming by. Uh, You're welcome here. I'm glad you're here. And, uh, like, uh, so it's a safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use creaky, dulcet tones, layered meanderwear. So it's both innerwear and outerwear and middleware. You know what never gets any freaking promotion is that middleware. Hey, marketing gurus, uh, or groupus, or guru, uh, marketing gurus, what the heck? uh, Like, you go to a store, even online, they say, okay, do you want innerwear or outerwear? And they say, okay, like, what's the difference between innerwear and underwear? I could actually use some innerwear, like some, well, maybe not, like something, you know, some emotional, some clothing for my emotions. 
They say, you mean clothing to express your, your emotional state? No, no, no. I'd like to cloak my, you know, I'd like some cloaks, yeah. It definitely could you, let me, let me get into this. Let me get, let's come back to this uh, for the new listeners, because uh, I go off topic, uh, they get mixed up. I go go around in circles. Sometimes it's a figure eight. Uh, well, sometimes numbers other than figure eights. I mean, I couldn't skate a figure, a figure uh, like uh, not even a figure eight if I needed to. Uh, but if you're new here, you're welcome. Like I said, I'm going to try to put you to sleep or take your mind off stuff while you fall asleep. Here's a couple of things about the show. Structurally. Uh, yeah, this show starts off with about six minutes of business. We got to do it up front because uh, it's a sleep podcast, and uh, that stuff is critical for if you're a regular listener to keep the show free. If you're a new listener, not a big deal. And uh, then uh, there's an intro which I just started, and that's about twelve minutes of rambling and uh, explaining what the podcast is. Uh, but it's more in a bedtime story sense. Uh, like, it's a very popular feature I've learned among the listeners as I polled them. Uh, like, I, well, I didn't even have to say a poll. I said, well, I'm thinking about just shorten the intros. And there was a pretty overwhelming response to say, hey, keep the intros the way they are. So for now, I think the intros will stay somewhere between 9 to 11 to 12 to 14 to 16 to 8 to, to uh, 10 minutes uh, as they've been. But the intro is kind of where I can explain what the podcast is, but I never do that in an adept way. And then I get distracted about, like, well, this layered clothing thing that I'm going to get distracted about in a minute. Uh, so it's kind of like a bedtime story before a bedtime story. It's like, a, I guess it's not an IRL bedtime story. It's just me being me. And I just had, you know, and I, you know, I try to tone it down a little bit and use these only soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Yeah, uh, but it's where you get introduced to your boyfriend or the boring method that I, you know, you can skip over it, though. It's in the show notes, the timestamp or the estimated one. So, that okay, so that's uh, the intro. So there's business intro, then there's a story, and tonight it'll be like a holiday-themed story to get you ready for the season or to put you at ease in the season. Yeah, easing, uh, scooters, the easing of the season. Okay, put that on a shirt and see if anybody understands it. Easing, uh, I'm doing the easing of the seat for the seat in the season, you know, because I'm uh, pleasing, easing and pleasing. <laughs> that sounds like, uh, yeah, easing and pleasing for the season. That's what I do. I'm the easing in the something for the season the easing i thought i was going to talk about me let me tell tell everybody new about the podcast before i i guess i got distracted by that too easing the the easing the sneezing for the season that's my new uh homeopathic remedy where i would just bore people out of sneezing that didn't work it was an experiment but uh okay so uh, like, so, okay, so there's an intro, then there's the sh- main show, then there's some thank yous at the end. Also, if you're new, you don't need to listen. This is a podcast you kind of listen to, a background noise, or you can listen to it, uh, but you don't have to pay attention. You could, you know, tune it in and then tune it out or, you know, get kind of say, well, I don't know, you, you know what I mean. I mean, come on, we, we all, uh, there's t- multitasking doesn't work. We've learned that. 
and uh, like uh, so this is kind of like background noise like when the uh like tv's on and you say you're doing something else and they say when the heck were they talking about uh you say i don't i don't get what's going on here and say oh like uh, but this one you don't need to so this one you can tune it out and you could come back and you say i don't know what scoots is talking about hardy har har you know, never did. Why start today? So th- then you say, okay, he's just going to keep rambling. He's my boyfriend. He's here. Uh, so you don't have to listen, but there's also no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour. I'll be giving it my all to keep you company because I do know there's people out there listening uh, to the very end uh, for company in the deep, dark night. And I'm here to keep you company. I'm your your, your board companion. Uh, but ideally, I can walk at your side, rambling, or sit at your side, or you know, sit in a nearby rocking chair, and uh, just take your mind off stuff while you drift off to sleep. That's the goal of the show. You know, I'm easing, uh, putting the season, uh, to, to putting the reason, and e- the reason he's e- He's easing the season. So we have the right words. I just don't know. The, the, that'll be my ho- next 2018 holiday season T-shirt. Uh, uh, he's the reason I'm easing this season. That's close. Uh, Scoots, Scoots is easing, puts the reason in my season. So we could have multiple ones. So, so that'd be 2019 maybe. Uh, you could, 2020 will be... Uh, the season's easing due to Sco- Scoots' lack of reason. Bringing the reason by easing my season. Uh, something like that. So I'm here to easing your season with my lack of reason. Like, like So I guess that's the truth. Uh, and I was going to talk about meander where the podcast kind of is like that. It's layers. You know, I talk about stuff. Uh, I put a little story in there. I try to use the lulling, soothing tones, uh, friendly atmosphere. Uh, relatability because I've been there sleepless. That's really why I make this show is because I want you to be able to fall asleep because I think you deserve it. And I know that a lot of times it can stink or suck or, you know, be the opposite of easing uh, or reason. It'd be like, uh, like just a bit, whatever, something that rhymes with that that has to do with like it, but that's not too much for a sleep podcast. Be more like a nonsense word, like beezin. Or free, freezing, like, uh, like where you see, man, uh, I don't know. I'd like to help you fall asleep because I've been there. That's, I guess, the simplest way. And I think you deserve a good night's sleep because it's just whether you're waking up in the middle of the night or you're having trouble getting off to dreamland or somebody else woke you up, uh, I'm sorry. And I, I, I'm going to try to help. Uh, but I am distracted by the idea. So outerwear would be your last layer of clothing. You'd wear it on the outer of your wear. And I think I've probably talked about this before. Then you have innerwear. Like, I would, if I would consider innerwear stuff you wear, or, you know, like emotional. You say, well, that's that goes right around my, uh, well, yeah, I got my whole lymph system. Is that the one that caught, or, or is which is the one that controls humors? Humors, is that what, like, uh, that's why I'm always grouchy. Whatever it is, I'm going to cloak that up in some, uh, you know, some microfiber or something, you know, hand knitted microfiber, you know, no nano though. I don't need, I don't need any nano things in there. Just, uh, but some of that soft stuff, uh, but also cozy. So yeah, you have your innerwear, then you have your underwear. 
which doesn't make any sense. You know, innerwear and underwear, that doesn't make any sense to, to me. Oh, let me say that to me, but not a lot does. I think I, what did I say? Middleware? What did I say? What was I pitching earlier? Uh, yeah, middleware, like uh, regular, like, uh, did I say that middleware? That, I guess that I can see why the marketers don't use that term. I might have pitched that at the beginning of the podcast. I had a solution uh, for sleep marketers. So it turns out I don't because they said, oh, yeah, middleware, you know, regular wear, middleware, the, the clothes you wear between your, like, and again, you say, well, which one is it, underwear or innerwear? I guess you'd say underwear. But, but like, because uh, you're wearing it under your wear and outerwear and then middleware, because you're supposed to layer some. La- what if we just call it layer wear? You'd say, which layer is it? I'd say the one that's layered, because uh, just like the other ones, that's like the meat. Like, okay, see if, uh, let me see. You know, I always make it, can I get a hold of Helen Z in my brain, but I can't. Like, are they misusing the words anyway? So it's outerwear. So layer wear would mean the same. You say, well, where is it? That's on the outer, so it's our outerwear. Layer wear is on. It's a layer. It's a wear that's layered. So that's correct. It's correct usage of the term in marketing speak. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. I guess we'd have to do like whatever they do around a field table and then say, how do you feel when I say layer wear? They say, I feel like it's. How about nonsense wear? Would you wear something d- d- nonsensical? No. How do you feel about, uh, what if you had innerwear that, uh, like, what if we sold you a virtual product that we told you cloaked your inner motions, uh, in microfiber? I, I think I would buy that. Who's, who's speaking? Could, could you, let me give you my credit card number. Oh, this is just a thought exercise within my own brain. Okay. Um, forget it then. Well, I guess that topic, like, didn't go anywhere because this, I guess, uh, layer wear, uh, regular, what about regular wear? I guess no one wants to wear stuff that's regular. You just say, well, it's a regular wear. Um, just trying to see if there's anything I have. Maybe I should go back to easing the reason and putting the reason in the easy, putting reason via easing in the season. Sleep with me podcast. The podcast that puts the easing in your season without reason. Uh, sleep with me. Happy holidays, everybody. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. And in all honesty, I really hope and I really yearn I can help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you're all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep we do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to try to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, uh, physical sensations or emotions, uh, you know, feelings, I guess. Uh, You know, inside noises, outside noises, changes, whatever it is, I'd like to help. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Uh, I'm going to use so many tangents, uh, like I've named multiple pets a tangent. Uh, and, uh, yeah, like uh, like I'll even go on tangents to change pets' names. I'll be like, hey, you know what? Uh, like, anyway, sometimes my tangents don't even make any sense. <laughs> 
Uh, but really what I'm here to do is to help you uh, because I've been there tossing and turning uh, fr- fr- friggin' like with the temperature changes and the, you know, he, they got the heat on, you got people in town, you got people out of town, you got like sweaters, uh, it, whatever it is, uh, I know how it feels and I really do believe you deserve a good night's sleep, a restful one where you could just, uh, ease into it and, and, and feel good. Now, the only way I know how to do that, this, this is the, this is why the podcast doesn't work for everybody is to be welcoming, to try to create a safe, welcoming place. So I'm glad you're here and I appreciate you trying this show and I hope I can help you. And you're welcome. I'm, I'm, I mean, like, I mean, you're welcome in. Not like when your grandmother, you know, when your grandmother says that you're welcome, that means you didn't say thank you. No, no, this is like, uh, hey, come on in, buddy. You're welcome here. Uh, this is, you know, this is a treehouse uh, that's both intimate and has endless uh, space for everyone. So that's a point one. If you're new structurally, what to expect, I will make you feel, this is my first attempt to make you feel comfortable, is... Uh, uh, structure a show. First, uh, four to six minutes are business. Uh, that's how we keep a, a sleep podcast free with over 600 uh, archived episodes. If you're new, thanks for sticking through that. If you're a regular listener and you want to keep those archives, uh, support the show uh, through the sponsors or Patreon. Uh, but, but not super important if you're new. Then we have an intro. The intros are about 12 minutes of me rambling and attempting to explain the show. Or think about something related to sleep and then, like, to prove my, my like, adeptness at being inept. I think I've said that before. I don't know if I have, though, but I am adept at being inept. Uh, every little step, I, with every step, uh, and with every step of the intro, I'll kind of prove that. But it'll be a friendly inept, inept, ineptness uh, because I'm not carrying anything breakable. Uh, like I'm trying to pillow you softly with my words as I like to joke about, uh, so that's the intro. Then tonight we'll have the conclusion of our, uh, uh, rama like a holiday soap opera, uh, Sands of the Drama, uh, called, uh, As the North Pole Turns. You can listen to them in any order, but this is the last one. You could listen to it last, but you might fall asleep. You could listen to it last night and, uh. You know, last Christmas, you might have been saying, uh, you know, the very next day you could give it away because the podcast is free anyway. Uh, so we'll have about 45 minutes of story, bedtime story. Then we'll have some thank yous at the end. So the show's about an hour. Even though it's a podcast, you don't really got to listen to it. Even though I put a lot of work in the show, it's so you don't have to listen. Uh, you could just kick back, uh, barely pay attention, barely tune into it. Uh, Kind of just like uh, like you don't have to focus. And you also shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. Now, I know there's like a lot of pressure to get good sleep internally and externally. And this is a loaded word, or I guess it's a, it's a set of words. But, you know, there's a lot of know-it-alls out there telling you how you should be sleeping and stuff like that. And that doesn't make it any easier. Uh, but, uh, like uh, this show, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. It's an hour. I'll be here rambling, working my uh, tail off, uh, <laughs> you know, work, working my adeptness and ineptness, uh, the whole time to keep you company while you fall asleep at any time. 
And if you're one of those listeners uh, that, that either needs to listen to the day during the day to calm down or you're not going to fall asleep, I'll be here. I'm here to help you all the way to the end. I believe in this mission of being your companion in the deep, dark night. And I thank those of you that are either just trying this for the first time or those of you uh, supporting me and standing with me that believe in the mission, too, and, and actively uh, uh, help that, and those of you that actively need the show to help you. And I was thinking about courage the other day because so many listeners show me so many different kinds of courage. And there's so many inspiring people out there. And as I record this, I'm trying to find some courage because I got not not major courage. I mean, when I hear from listeners, they're telling me stories of major courage. And sometimes just getting through one of those deep, dark nights takes a lot of courage. And I'm going to this podcasting conference. By the time you hear this, it'll be over. And I'm feeling uh, not super nervous, which probably isn't a good sign because then usually when the anxiety hits me like uh, an hour before the conference starts, I'm feeling comfortable. And maybe a lot of you can relate to that. That makes me a little more less comfortable. But I know when I'm there, I'm going to need some courage. And I know that a lot of you have shown me the example of how to be courageous when your mind is like trying to discover stuff. When it's a positive situation, you're worried. But I was also thinking about who inspires me by their courage. And sometimes these simple acts of childlike courage, uh, like I just want to share something with you because it's kind of like a, as someone I admire for their courage uh, when I was little that I haven't talked about on the show, these stories, and they're short. Uh, but my, my my brother that's closest in age to me, two years younger than me, or a, a year and uh, 11 months is Carl is his name. And sometimes he listens to podcasts, and his wife, Julie, sometimes listens. So hello to both of them if they're listening. And Carl, like, since we were closest in age, we spent a lot of time together. We were friends. I don't know if I was always the best brother, but we had some good times. And he was always, like, a very courageous person. And I can think of two memories uh, of simple courage. Uh, and I never knew how he summoned it. I, I should probably call him and ask him. But there was one time my family went for the first time to a theme park, like a Six Flags-style uh, theme park, uh, Darien Lake, for those of you in the uh, Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse region. And they had one of these roller coasters. Uh, like at the time, it was in, like one of these new ones. Uh, and I won't say the name of it or anything, but it was like uh, I was old, I was tall enough to go on it, but I wasn't brave enough. And my dad and wanted to go on it. And I think only Carl and I were tall enough to go on it. We were, still, we were just barely tall enough. Uh, and I said, I just can't do it. It's like, I'm, and Carl's, my dad said, well, like it's, you know, he tried to explain reasonably that it's a safe thing, but it's okay to be nervous. And Carl, like at first was hesitant, uh, but then he found some courage. He said, I'll do it. Uh, and then by him doing it with my dad and showing me, even though he's my younger brother, uh, that it was fine and that it was achievable, like it gave me the courage to do it the next time with them. And then something else happened, uh, like around the same age, maybe we were even younger, where my dad was volunteering at, at a fundraiser. Uh, let's see how I explain this in a sleep podcast, uh, where uh, like it's a performance thing, like a Halloween performance, uh, like an immersive Halloween performance room. And my dad was the volunteer. 
and he was just selling tickets. Uh, and my brother and I were there, and we got to meet all the performers, uh, you know, in the fully immersive uh, uh, house of performance in Ketlick, where Casper lives. And they were saying, hey, come on through and see our performance. And I was like, no way, like, no chance, uh, not going to happen. And at first, even Carl was like that. And then we kind of found, like, our, we, we like, were able to have cognitive dissonance and say, well, we're not going to do it together. But then he summoned some courage and he said, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go and see this performance. Uh, and I said, yeah, no, no, thank you. Um, you know, I'm still uh, where I am. And he went and did it. And uh, I don't know if I ever talked to him about this, how much I admire him for these two things. And then I was able to do it with him. And then we kept doing it over and over again, viewing these performances uh, because our dad was selling tickets and he had nothing to do anyway. And both turned out to be really fun, which I'm sure is what I'm going to find with PodCon. Really, like, uh, the tiny, tiny bit of me that's a little kid and is excited. Uh, and uh, I'm sure that's going to be, like, it's going to be a wonderful experience. Uh, but, yeah, like, uh, those tiny things where you just say, hey, like, uh, and and I know what it feels like not to have that, I guess, is another point. Uh, it, it mostly felt good. I said, wow, my brother did that. I can try it now. You know, but there was that critical voice in me that said, well, you know, what, you know, what's up with that or whatever. But sometimes we need to celebrate uh, the ones that walk in front of us, I guess, uh, or did uh, in these small ways. Because uh, maybe it could be just someone you see that's uh, just doing that act of kindness uh, that it feels a little bit like you're like, oh, well, I don't, I'm not ready to stretch that far. Uh, to, 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 but, but when you see someone do that, uh, even to celebrate it internally and say, wow, like, uh, that meant something to me and that imprinted something on me. And, uh, that was an example of uh, courage. And I guess one of the reasons I share that is because it takes great courage uh, to be a new listener to this show. And that might sound like a joke. It's not, uh, why would you listen to some like dudes telling you bedtime stories, right? If you're skeptical, that makes sense. Now, I can tell you why, because I'm trying to hear, I'm trying to help you, but I can see why you'd be like, well, why would I do that? Why would I try that out? Uh, I'll tell you why. You have some courage, uh, and you're in search of a solution, and you're willing to try stuff, and you're just open-minded enough uh, to take that step. And for our long-term listeners, uh, or our you know people that listen to the show, they're, they're, they take the courage to share with me or to support the show so it can keep going or to spread the word to people about, about the podcast. Uh, and I really appreciate it. I appreciate you if you're new and I really appreciate all you that have been there. Some of you since day one. And, uh, you know, some people even say stuff that like, uh, maybe I'm not going to like, uh, I mean, usually those are a lot of those with this podcast are like, they're in and out, but, uh, you know, constructive stuff. Uh, and uh, that's been folded into the show too. So thank you for your courage. Uh, whether it's your first time listening, it, it does take a few tries to get used to the show because uh, it's not exactly normal. And I think this is going to be the last show, uh, uh, before, for the holidays. And then, uh, uh, after the new year, we'll get started back up. Maybe there'll be one episode out, out there, but, uh, yeah, I want to thank you for uh, your support this year, your kindness, uh, 
and your examples of courage. Uh, thanks so much, and I really hope I really work hard, uh, and I hope I can help you fall asleep. Uh, good, good night. Uh, hey, you up only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome uh, to Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do is a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do my best uh, to do the rest. Uh, I'm going to do the rest. Uh, all you need to do, uh, or all you could choose to do is, you, you know, any of these is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. Wait, did I say that? Then I'm going to do, I tried to get witty in there. Well, first I got mixed up. I tried to cover up, but all you need to get in bed, turn out, I'm going to do the rest. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. I, I'm, I caught my own circular logic here. Like, holy cow. But sleep with me. Bedtime story that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. I'm seriously caught in a uh, like a, like a, a a thought whirlpool, which is one of the things. So what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, as I extricate myself from this, uh, which will be a future metaphor. And the safe place is one. I hope you feel welcome and and, and like it, it feels like. Uh, it feels like you've been invited, but you don't need an invitation. I don't know, like, uh, if you know what that feels like. Sometimes, you know, I, I imagine what it's like. Uh, and I've experienced it recently from a lot of other podcasters. They say, hey, come on over, have a seat. Let's uh, chit-chat. Uh, this is a safe place. That's kind of what it means. It's like, uh, it's kind of like a... Like a like a like a skepticism bomb, where you say, "Well, I don't know if this like is this uh, like because I'm I find myself highly skeptical in most situations, uh, you know, like uh, when I'm looking at skeptics, like this is what I say, this is a joke, but or this is the making, you say, a skeptics convention, eh? Hmm, not really sure about that one. What do they do at a skeptics convention? Yeah, and that's, you know, that's like, I'd be skeptical about that. Uh, but if they said, come, you know, come if you like, a skeptics convention, come if you like, uh, I'd say, huh, well, that sounds like a low pressure. And then maybe later they said, you know, see if you like, come by, come in. Like, and then later they rephrased it, like, see, you know, just check it out, no pressure. See if, see if you, you know, see if you like our brand of skepticism. I think if they shortened it, uh, have I done, I think, I feel like I've done a whole episode, or maybe it was a, t no, I guess it was a TV show. I'm seeing a scene in my mind at a, that takes place at a skeptic, uh, skeptics convention. I can see it very, like, well, I can see it very clearly. As clearly as I'm going to see it. Anyway, let me get to the new listeners, then we'll come back to this, uh, Nonsense. So I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, and you know related sleep issues like relate like that. I've been there and I care, and I want to help you fall asleep. Uh, like uh, so, it's a lot of nonsense uh, to help you fall asleep. And if you're new, I guess what I was trying to say is if you're skeptical, I mean, clearly you've, you've been listening for a few minutes. So you say, well, what is this a dude talking about? Uh, this chap, uh, you could maybe are using other words. I say, well, I'm just kind of talking friendly banter uh, to keep you company. 
to take your mind off of the reason I use this friendly banter, you know, that I like uh, spend hours crafting it. Uh, like, is that, uh, you say, well, geez, well, let me think about that skeptics convention. I can see a scene like that too in my, and I say, okay, well, let me get, let me see. Yeah. And it takes your mind off of, uh, whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's, you know, something physical, you know, feelings, whatever it is, changes, uh, routines. I'm here uh, to help with that. But, uh, what was I going to say? I get mixed up too. Uh, but like, I'm not so interesting or, you know, I don't really have anything. You see, well, I got the like Lego joke, joke kit, uh, for Christmas, but it was like, uh, from, uh, you know, an eBay seller. So it just came with a bag of Legos. They said, construct your own jokes and, you know, impress your friends with humor. I used to buy as a kid, like magic kits, uh, at like garage sales and, uh, in flea markets. And those never came with either all the parts or all the magic. Uh, so I would never, I, I never became a master of illusion or of like what the flourish is supposed to hide. I only learned the flourishing and, and like, uh, setting up a magic show, doing the magic pitch, come one, come all to little Andy's magic show. We're starting, you know, go ahead, get comfortable. And then I would do the setups and stuff, uh, and the flourishes, but I was, you know, I was the magician without any illusions. Uh, again, that would probably be a subtitle for a future book. I'm not sure which one. How about that one? Maybe I could do some ghostwriting for like Copperfield or Magic Without Illusion. Uh, that does sound like somebody's autobiography, right? Uh, uh, maybe someone that became a philosopher after, like our Zen, you know, are, are Zen masters really a thing or is that just something people sell? Like, uh, you know, how uh blankety blank what about chris angel anybody know what chris angel's up to could we get chris angel how did i end up talking about chris angel but uh if we could get chris angel into some sort of uh a guru like thing i mean we could say you know it doesn't have you don't have to be a zen master that would just help with uh the book that i'm working on it may not sell any copies and i'm sure you get paid millions of dollars to do your tricks uh whatever illusions from the back of a motorcycle. Uh, but this is just an idea, whatever it was, a ma- magician without illusion. Uh, anyway, let me get back to this. So if you're listening, you don't really need to listen to this podcast. If you're new, that's the first thing that you probably figured out on your own. You can listen. I'm here. It's somewhere between inane chatter, uh, ambient noise and a, a friend that you kind of like chuckle at. You don't laugh at them or with them. You chuckle. You say, okay, what are you, ta- you talking about? Chris, are you going off about Chris Angel again? Well, no, no, this is a real thing. I say, well, come on, let's, uh, let's get your third act going, Chris. Uh, uh, like, uh, you know, or your fourth, whatever one you're on. You know, we could, I think like, no offense, Chris, I think David Blaine might be too big for this. Uh, but you, you know, like, like he's like, he, you're my first call. So I guess I'd have to pitch that another way. I did, you know, I like my pitch kit didn't come with uh, instructions, Chris. Sorry about that. I, I was supposed to say, you know, I prefer you over David Blaine, but that's who my second call is. But I thought you'd be, you know, better suited for, for, uh, these big plans. 
Uh, how do you feel about living on a mountain to- in a mountaintop retreat for about 10 years, Chris? Uh, no, no, very Spartan. No, 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 not like a Spartan race. Like very, like you would be sleeping on a cot. Uh, no, there won't be any motorcycles at this mountaintop retreat. Uh, it'll be gruel. Uh, and, uh, you like it in, yeah, like a exploration of the heart and the mind and the body and all of those things. Uh, okay. Chris Angel hung up on me and the call was all being conducted, uh, from within my neurons and I still get a disconnect. Uh, anyway, if you're new, you don't need to listen to me. I'm here to help you fall asleep, to take your mind off of stuff, to keep you company. But there's also no pressure to fall asleep. I mean, here is your boar friend, your boar bay, your companion in the deep, dark night. It, to be at your side, it, to keep you company while you drift off at your leisure. Tonight, we'll be talking about Doctor Who, uh, Series 1, Season 1, whatever you call it, uh, uh, Episode 1, uh, where we meet Rose. Uh, and we'll be covering that in a recap that'll have, uh, like it, you say, if you're a big Doctor Who fan, you could sleep right through it. Could you say, did Scoots watch that episode? And and if you're not a Doctor Who fan, you say, what, it, like, uh, Andrew McCartney was in, uh, uh, like, uh, the first Doctor Who Scoots. Uh, so like, that's a little teaser for what we'll be talking about, uh, in mannequins, uh, but uh, what was I saying? So you don't really need to listen to me. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour. Uh, so just you drift off. Hopefully I'll be at your side as you float into the arms of Morpheus. Or, Chris, you know, how about this? Chris Angel. What about changing? I know Chris Angel's your brand. Uh, but if you ever get tired of being Chris Angel the brand, and you, you know, if you're looking for someone to relate with Chris Angel the person, well, first off, do you have another name? Like, because that would be good. We relate, like, if your name's, like, uh, you know, Sammy uh, something. I'd say, you know, you, we could just keep it with Chris Angel the brand. But what if you become Morpheus uh, and we get, you know, we get another gig at another resort and also we work on this guru plan? Uh, you know, otherwise I'll be doing my relating with David Blaine or any of these other magicians that are on my list. Uh, also, I pestered Phoebe Judge for uh, some magic tricks, uh, and, uh, uh, like, uh, like, uh, so, like, you know, who knows, uh, Chris, uh, or whoever, you know, Morpheus. But anyway, if you're new, those are two things. You don't need to listen. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour. Usually I talk about the structure of the show, but that's to tell you that the intro is going to be about 12 minutes of me rambling and trying to create a metaphor for the podcast, but I think I did that. Uh, I think I almost had two other metaphors, like mental whirlpool and something else. But then when, once Chris Angel's people call, they say, please hold for Chris Angel. And I say, right away, you know, right, the brand or the, per, the human being? Because uh, really I'm interested in just connecting with the human being, Chris Angel. Uh, the pure potentiality, the pure universal potentiality, actually, if you can get that, but you can't talk to that on a phone. Actually, was Chris listening to that? Because that's probably the best, uh, like, that's the best sales pitch I could have done anyway. Uh, but here's the thing. This podcast is different. It's a little bit goofy, a little bit silly. Not for everybody. Most people that listen, 
to become regular listeners, they say it took two or three or 11 tries for me to get the idea uh, that there's, you know, that there's kind of like to, to get it by not, you get this podcast by not getting it. You know, this is kind of shoulder, 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 can't even pronounce a shoulder shrugging pot. You say, hmm, what's that sleep with me podcast about? And then you just chuckle and you shrug your shoulders. Uh, and they say, wow, you look great. Uh, you look, Chris, you look, you look like uh, the son of Chris Angel. You look so good. I don't know who, who's talking about your third act. You look like you just kicked your first act off. Hold, hold on. It was Chris listening into that. Uh, Chris, was Chris Angel, did Chris Angel hear that? Uh, I was just doing a little pandering. Okay, no. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, can't get to, I can't sit. My brain, once again, my brain started buffering right when I didn't need it to. So if you're new, uh, welcome. This is kind of a demonstration of what this podcast is. After this, uh, we'll talk about Doctor Who in a roundabout way about that episode and uh, really point out, point out some of the pleasurable things uh, that were in that uh, and the likability and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe we'll cover some words and, and things like that. Uh, but what can I say? But I'm glad you're here. And I really work hard, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by.